What is up, y'all, and welcome back to another installment of the Unfortunate Four. Unfortunately, this one is not the Unfortunate Four because the girls had their fun two weeks ago with the girls' doghouse. And this is actually an installment of just the guys. I have with me. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? It's Black Fox Subi. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, as Tyler Gunn said. The girls had their fun. one, so. one half of the unfortunate four. You got the guys tonight. Uh, if y'all did not catch the girls' uh, podcast, y'all definitely catch it, especially if you're a guy in the doghouse, or yeah. if you're trying to find how to get a woman or how to treat, treat a woman right. They gave you lots of good advice. I recommend if you want to. It's two episodes back. This is episode six of the unfortunate four. Go back to episode four and grab a pen and notepad. It will help you a lot, guys. Trust us. We have both learned a lot from our women from that episode. Yeah. Take it even take it from me here, everybody. It I, there was a couple things here and there that I went, oh yeah. <laughs> I should have remembered that. And I've been with my girlfriend for five, six years now. Which, oh yeah. Yep. Tyler. Uh, well, was also let's go ahead and tell him. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and tell him real quick, and go ahead and get into talking. But uh, one and what are we calling ourselves? They were the doghouse. You and I are mechanics, and what do we not like doing? What are we going to start talking about? What gets on our nerves? Oh yeah, it's grinding gears. That's what it was. So, which speaking anyway, of which, speaking of which, real quick, Tyler, you want to really grinds my gears, man? What in the world gets on grinds your gears, brother? Get my ass in the doghouse, man. Especially when you don't do one of the things that um, the girls gave us a hint over on two episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, but I know everybody probably seen that joke coming. I thought I'd go ahead and get it out of the way, blah blah blah. But um. <laughs> whatever <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and get it going let's get well actually real quick before we even start because for y'all that don't know black is a great uh impersonator especially of cartoons black if you can before we get into talking please do your best peter griffin you know what grinds my gears <laughs> oh man i haven't done not one in a bit i've done his laugh i don't know how many times here and there it's like Ah, oh, crap. Let me think. Right. <laughs> Just go ahead and do it. Let's do it on the spot. Try Let's to do see. it. Peter Griffin uh, let, grinds let, my gears. Let's start into the conversation. You know what really grinds my gears? Being the doghouse, man, let alone we got everything else that's going on. I know it's probably just a straight-up country version of Peter or whatever the heck it was from that one episode I just gave y'all. <laughs> but out of, I, I've done his laugh on it how many times. Like, yeah, hey. <laughs> Or who else but Quagmire? I'm my wow, that was crap. <laughs> who else but Quagmire? Quagmire, Quagmire. <laughs> He's going to fuck what he can get. <laughs> giggity, giggity. Let's have sex. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I had to. <laughs> but uh, anyway, well, I guess the first thing we can talk about is Y'all that don't know, the reason we call it Grinding Gears is both uh, Black and myself, we're both mechanics. Uh, he's currently in college to become a auto mechanic or just mechanic in general? Well, I've actually had auto mechanic experience prior to for a couple of years, but I'm actually in a automotive tech school um, at the moment, furthering my knowledge with things and getting up to speed with everything that's going on because I remember when I was in the dealership I used to work at as a service writer there was times that I had to go back out in the shop and it's like what the heck are you working on now guys and one of the guys was working on a Volvo hybrid SUV and it's like oh never mind I'm gonna step back because I don't know what the heck I was doing <laughs> at the time and now that I've been here I've actually been school, trained on hybrid yeah I've been trained on hybrid electrics don't yeah but it's because that extra safety constraint is mm -hmm. yeah if you mess up while 
hyperelectric, you won't know that you messed up, but you're You can die working on hydroelectrics, and that's that's always made me not feel comfortable working on. Yeah, I agree there on that one. From from what I kind of heard, I know I know with everything going on during this whole COVID stuff, we've got our long distance uh, things here. So if you got if anybody couldn't tell what the heck it was that Tyler Go was saying, he was basically saying that what was it that you basically if you're working on one of these things. You better know what you're doing and be careful with what you're doing because it's a it's a little more than just a 12 volt uh, car battery you're messing with. <laughs> yep. But uh, but yeah, no. Other than that, shoot. I was gonna say what what's the next thing we got up on the list there, if anything, or you got anything more you want to continue on with this topic here, Tyler? Uh, no. We're gonna go into the topic of uh. We're going to go to the topic we were talking about uh, right before we went and start pre-recording. We were actually talking about uh, how, like, well, I, w- I had a job as a small engine mechanic. I still have it. Uh, I actually am quitting tomorrow. Oh, yeah. That's right. I remember you were telling me about that in our private chat um, a little go- a little bit ago before we started doing the podcast. But and the reason is because well I called in sick today. I told him I had diarrhea and vomiting. No boss is gonna argue if you say you have diarrhea. <laughs> Key note if you're ever job hunting. If you're keep the current job you have, go job hunting one day, call your current job, tell them you have diarrhea, they ain't gonna make you come in, and take that one day and just military talk, just ground pound. Just put your boots to the dirt and go to all these places you want jobs and put in applications. Go, hey, I applied here. I just want you to know my face. But go out there and ground pound, and you will be surprised how often when you apply and then you put a face to the name, you will get the job. Yeah, I will second you on that one. That's actually a lot of – that's actually almost the exact same thing minus the military – lingo that my dad told me a long time ago when i was looking for my job and that was the main thing he always said to me make sure you have something else lined up before you leave the current job well i'm not i'm not talking about that i'm just talking about in general yeah. if you apply to a job if you apply to a job just don't especially you know in the modern day oh yeah don't just leave it you know that you applied on indeed you applied on facebook don't leave it there actually call that job or walk into that job if it's close enough. Walk in there or call them and go, hey, I put in an application. When they know that you put in the you know, the typing work on the internet and then you took that extra step to go, hey, I applied. Hey, I'm interested. When you put that extra step to go personal and go, hey, this is me. This is my name. You applied. They're going to look at you a whole lot more because you're willing to actually go out there, put your neck out there and go, hey, I did this, so are you going to look at my application? Oh, they are going to look at your application because you're that ballsy. Exactly. Hell, even take a, um, a resume there with you um, on some of these jobs and everything else there too because I've had some of the jobs that I will apply for online, Indeed, or whatever, and I'll go out there too and say if I'm out and about – have a resume with me and say, hey, is the manager hiding around? Chit-chat with them real quick or something. I'll give them the resume and, um, and say, hey, I put my application in um, a couple days ago or a week ago and just uh, check in, see how the progress was going. Just stick your name. And they'll probably check their e- – yeah. And they'll probably check their email on the spot. They'll check their email real quick, see your name, pull up your resume and application and go, okay. You got a resume in hand. Take a seat. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that happens. I mean, all honesty, this happened to me recently with me and my roommate. I was gonna say, I think that's that's how a lot of the I hate to single out guys, but you know the true the true hardworking guys most like, and I'm referencing myself and my stepdad is that you don't have to wait too long to get a job. Half the time, like my stepdad, best example, 
he got laid off from one construction company as a crane operator. He got laid off at 8 at 8 a.m. on a Tuesday morning. By 3 p.m. Tuesday morning, he had a job at another company. That's awesome. Yeah, but all it is is, you know, guys take note, or even ladies. Ladies take note, but guys especially. You can always find a job if you are willing to stick your neck out and actually put boots to ground, shoes to ground. If you're willing to actually get out there and press it, people want ballsy men that are willing to risk everything to get a job. Yeah. Or even the women, uh, um, or yeah. however you identify yourselves and everything else. There, they in general they look for that next gutsy. I'm ready to work. Give me the job, boss person or whoever, um, whoever the next employee. Show you got guts. Yeah, basically. Show show you, show you got guts. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, because that's one of my favorite things I, I tell people all the time. Like, if you're on Indeed and you see a job that says, uh, you know, a bachelor's degree is preferred, five years of experience is preferred. It's preferred. It's not required. I'll apply for jobs that, you know, like they're <laughs> on Indeed. On Indeed, I'll apply for jobs that I'm way underqualified for. But I'll apply for that job. I'll wait two or three days. I'll call them. And I'll get the job because they're going, you are not qualified. You are not the person we're looking for, but you are so ballsy, we'll give you a chance. I mean, hey, that's pretty much what happened with me and my mechanic job and everything. They looked at me. It's like, hey, do you know the bare basics? Yeah. Are you ready to work um, when we need you? Shoot you out. Just let me know. And poof, hired. <laughs> One P test later, and I'm there. <laughs> Well, I can't say anything on that one. I normally, and everybody knows that I'm the stoner of the group. <laughs> For me, I just know how to fake a piss test. But still, I can fake that test and then show up the very next day, and I will work my ass off to prove myself. I mean, and because of that, no one ever questions what I do. I mean, hey, you got to do what you got to do sometimes, you know? <laughs> Well, the other thing is, I, I for y'all that don't know, I am a disabled vet. Me and my psychiatrist have talked, and I am a medical cannabis user. That's the only thing I have to worry about. So, and matter of the state you're in, certain states, that doesn't even matter. Or even countries, because you got to remember, this is on Spotify and Anchor. It is a global uh, radio station. So in some places that were heard, uh, that's not even an issue. Yeah, that's very true. Because, uh, I mean, even some other countries, uh, if I'm thinking correctly, you can smoke at a young age and everything, and they won't bat an eye. But, but yeah. anyway, let's go into the first segment of Grinding Gears. And uh, the first thing I think of is just because being mechanics, we got to laugh at it. 10 millimeter sockets. Oh, God. Here we go. Don't, don't even get me started on losing those little bastards. <laughs> oh, you won't believe, especially in small engines, how much stuff is actually. It's my two go to. I got three go to sockets, but my two majority ones, you know, the two I always check first, is it's either going to be a 10. I'm always going to grab the 10 millimeter first, dealing with small engines. I'm talking about lawnmowers, your weed eaters, your ATVs, your four wheelers. Grab the 10 millimeter. If the 10 millimeters, 10 millimeters too big, go to an eight. If the 10 millimeters too small, go to a 12. But the 10 millimeter socket, when you're dealing with small engines, is always your best friend. Yep. Even but on Japanese import cars and everything too, which I'll get into that in a second. <laughs> But when you're dealing with small engines, you're always going to have to have a deep weld 10 centimeter and most likely a extension leading to your socket to get down in there and re really torque that thing. Yeah, let alone 
especially for like in my case, I used to work at a Subaru dealership uh, back in my hometown. And I've actually got a um, Subaru WRX myself personally for anybody that. And also, uh, would you like to tell people what your home, well, at least your home state, home state and sit and closest big city? Yeah, home state's down there in Florida. Um, closest big city that everybody um, should know is Orlando. I'm actually east of Orlando towards the coast. And in country terms, how many minutes? About how far out in minutes? Ah, shit. Well, definitely a yonder. Uh, just go way out. I got just go way out in the holler and go past it a, a good bit, and you'll and you'll hit my hometown. <laughs> so when you say just way over yonder a good bit, I'm guessing you're saying about about a, a half hour to one hour drive out of Orlando. I say solid hour, um, depending on traffic. Maybe hour and a half if I get stuck in certain uh, cities, if I uh, or side towns going into Orlando, if I have to do a detour or two. And also, for y'all that don't know, uh, we're going to mention it here, but we've actually talked about the first meet and greet of the. All four, the unfortunate four, we're actually planning on it being in Orlando. Thanks back to our 90 nostalgic uh, podcast. Turns out that the Backstreet Boys are actually named after a market, a like a, uh, like a, what what would you call it? A, it's not a pawn shop it's oh, a it's one of the farmer's market or flea markets uh, down there in orlando or something yeah like that. flea yeah. market yeah there's a flea market on backstreet avenue the backstreet boys are actually named after it we're not sure if it's still there or not but orlando will probably end up being our first meet and greet location yeah well that would be once i'm done with my college stuff and everything and once my girlfriend treasure heart 96 can get some extra cash and her car fixed and come back down to visit me in my home state <laughs> and then myself and dancer will have to drive well i know just down to green greenville south carolina is over uh 1100 miles i guess it'd be probably close to 1400 miles but even we'll make the drive down there yeah. so if, you know if the listeners ever want to you know, have a meet and greet. Well, our first one will probably be in Florida. Yeah. Back to, you guys are going to be down there in my neck of the woods almost. <laughs> uh, and uh, the next grind, I thought of a next grinding gear thing for you. Uh, the reason I'm actually leaving my old job as a small engine mechanic going into automotive mechanics again. Oh, okay. Is the problem was, the problem was my boss and one of the owners of the small engine shop is he would go, well, okay, this vehicle doesn't start. Okay, let's go to the battery. Okay, the battery does, it's a 12-volt battery. It has 13 to 14 volts. Okay, it's good enough to crank. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's go to the spark plug. Okay, the spark plug tester shows their spark. Okay, let's go to the coil pack. Okay, let's disconnect the ground to the coil pack. Okay, now it fires the engine. So it's a ground issue in the coil. Well, that's how he would go. You know, and then the thing is, if the battery wasn't good enough, swap the battery. The spark plug isn't good enough, swap the uh, spark plug. The coal pack isn't enough. Swap the coal pack. Why are you swapping all this stuff and putting new parts into something instead of doing diagnostic using a multimeter and a continuity tester? You got me baffled on that one. There, I'm just I'm sitting over here listening listening to you explain your your soon to be ex boss's process there. And okay, yeah, sure. I'm not going to doubt any old school mechanics that have done that over the years because that's the process you have gotten used to but that's not the proper way to really do it like you said a multimeter anymore yeah, there's a lot more to it you can save a lot of money instead of being uh uh what was it i got called one time from it was some it was somebody well basically i'm saying there's there's a the old the old way was just 
replace parts until everything works. Yeah, which that used to be the old yeah, way. No, that's not the the correct way now. It's it's better to do diagnosis and figure out what else is going on because honestly, if you don't have a good connection uh, from a plug wire to the coil pack or one of the sensors in a motor to your vehicle's computer, if there's no good and you brought and you brought up you brought up sensors. That's definitely a new thing. Is sensors and computers. Yeah, if you don't have a good connector, it's that's crap. why you gotta swap the connector. That's why actually there's a good conversation to talk about it. Uh, if you have you ever watched Scotty Kilmer on YouTube? Mm, I can't say I have. Scotty Scotty Kilmer has a great episode on why do mechanics drive older or late model vehicles that kind of look, you know, like they're a piece of junk. Because mechanics that know what they're doing will not drive something 96 or newer because it's OBD2. That's true. They would always drive something prior and, to all that stuff um, or even go older than that and stick with carburetors. But basically, he said, why do mechanics drive older, beat-up cars? Because they're easier to fix. Yep. And that's – I'm not going to say that's not true because that is very true on some days. But you got to – you can't hide from this newer technology that's hiding around these cars. Honestly, some of these newer cars that I seen when I was at the dealership, I looked inside. I seen some of the – uh, as you hear at the dealership when they explain it all to you, the infotainment system and all the other fancy dancy crap that they have in the interiors for the radios. You mean the radio? Exactly. No, I say the infotainment. You mean yeah. the radio? Hence, hence why I said like everybody would, the car salesman would say it to you at the uh, dealership every now and then. The infotainment system. It's like, oh, just tell me it's the goddamn radio, you you idiot. <laughs> you know, put it in simple man's terms uh, here, Bubba. But uh. Yeah, it's like, or that's like uh, what happened last summer. Uh, a great example, you know, because for y'all that don't know, me and Black are both raised Southern gentlemen. So, like, if you don't like it, ladies, if you see one of us in public and we're holding the door for you, you know, like at CVS or something, if you don't like it, well, we're going to hold the door for you open anyway because our grandmas would roll over in their grave yeah, if we did. Yeah, alone our grandfathers um, would be taking their skeleton foots and kicking us in the butt. <laughs> or just be waiting or be waiting at the gates of heaven, sharpening the knife, getting ready to shove it right up the <laughs> All I got to say to that is fucking ow. Just the visual in my head, it's like, hey, 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 ah. <laughs> Anyhow, but yeah. So you say you rather take a? Would you rather take a? Would you rather take your grandmother's skull to the head, or your grandpa's knife he carried to heaven, sharpened up? Which would you rather take, honestly? Grandma's skull or grandpa's knife? In the afterlife, I'd rather be bashing the head with grandma's skull there and everything else there. At least to be the um. The, in fairness, that's another thing going back to our our significant others or excuse me, our girlfriend's uh, podcast the other uh, two nights ago of their stuff. Gotta be nice to them or they'll come back and haunt you. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> There's been plenty times I've been thrown on that couch. But and the key trick to that is make sure you buy the pa uh, make sure you are there when you shop for the couch. You might because tip for guys if you're ever in the doghouse when she says let's go couch shopping, let's just make that more of okay. I'm gonna actually pay attention to this piece of furniture to the living room furniture, knowing I'm probably gonna end up having to sleep on it. <laughs> So pay attention when she goes, we're going to go living room, couch, and couch shopping. Hey, how about you really focus on that and actually try out the couch, see if it feels comfortable, because if you're messing up, 
where are you going to be sleeping? See, yep. It's either going to be on the couch or you're going to be going, well, I'm sleeping in the car. <laughs> and we all, and everybody already knows the couch is a better option. Might as well make the couch, make sure the couch is really mm-hmm. comfortable. I will agree. <laughs> but never make sure the couch is more comfortable than the bedroom because, well, that's what you're trying to get back. Yeah, I was going to say that. That should be a, a Captain Obvious type of thing, but it does happen when you go and find the most comfy couch in the world. It's like, yeah, this thing's a lot better than the, the mattress I spent X amount of dollars on. And it's like, well, great. Now I, I made her mad from something else. And I can't sleep in the same bed. Now I made her mad because I'm sleeping on the freaking couch we just got. <laughs> <laughs> that too is an issue. So make sure it's comfortable. If you're going to end up on the couch, end up. If you're going to end up in the doghouse, try to make sure your doghouse is comfortable, but not too comfortable. Because if it's too comfortable, she's going to hate you even yeah. more. But uh, well, anyhow, I think we grinded that gear enough. <laughs> I, I think it's about time for me to tear out that transmission and start replacing the gears and every other internal piece that it might need. <laughs> It's actually funny. Actually, not too long ago, before this COVID uh, nineteen stuff uh, started going around, one of the last face-to-face, hands-on technical classes I had up here at my um, college was manual transmissions, and that was actually, that was actually uh, fun I... uh, tearing apart that thing. <laughs> it was actually tearing apart a, a five-speed uh, transmission that came out of a a early 2000s Ford Mustang. Sounds like actually not an automatic. I mean, not a manual. But uh, one of the first vehicles that was donated to the college, I went for automotive. We got donated a Richmond, Virginia city, uh, a city cop car. As, you know, like something to work on and, you know, tear apart and put mm-hmm. back together. Kind of vehicle. You know, just a training yeah, vehicle. A training aid. Yeah, but do you know how much fun it was to actually have a legit modern day cop car sitting there where it had two batteries, even had a transistor and a, uh, had a transistor and it had three solenoids that would all help power the engine when under full stress of trying to go 200 miles per oh, hour. Geez. That's insane. This this thing, hey, there's a reason they call cop cars the beast. Yeah. The beast was our favorite thing to work on because it was so souped out, you cannot believe taxpayers put this much money into a car that some cop is most likely going to spend most of his time sleeping yeah. in. The low alone, that thing probably has so many idle hours, as one of my friends that uh, used to be an officer um, would say, then Miles, that's not even funny. But, well, but that's like my truck, my personal truck. True. For y'all that don't know, my I'm I already told y'all I'm a veteran. My truck used to, uh, the first person that bought my truck was Range Control. If y'all don't know what that is, that's uh, Department of Defense DOD civilians, and what they get paid to do is they ride up and down where the ranges are, or what we call mm-hmm. Range Road. And if anything goes, you know, bad or uh, weapon malfunctions, we need someone to come out there. One of these civilians will come out and, you know, look at the weapon or, if, you know, there's an accident, you know, whether someone got shot, a weapon blew up, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, anything off, anything out of the ordinary, you would have to wait for range control. My truck that I drive every day was originally owned by range control at the base I stationed at. Oh, that's cool. Well, 
Well, uh, one day, my Toyota Prius, uh, this is when I was married, me and my ex-wife, we yeah. owned a Prius. <laughs> and, I could go right. But, but I was... <laughs> But I was certified in hydroelectrics. I already have my ASD certification in hydroelectrics. That's why I kind of lean towards, well, I'm trained on working on it. Why not own one? But uh, the thing had a recall. And while it's getting fixed for its recall for the A-beam airbag would not go off in crashes. Oh, I remember when Toyota recalled a lot of the Priuses over that. That that kind of scared me on that one there, but then again, I was going, eh, the, li- the little crap cars are just going on in for their maintenance. How cute. <laughs> or whatever it was I said back then. I don't remember. But, that was too many moons ago. But I went and uh, while I was there at Toyota dealership, I, you know, I was walking through the used car lot. Knowing I was getting out of the military, knowing what my pension checks are going to look like. And they had a they had a twenty third at a Toyota dealership as a trade in. They had a twenty thirteen Chevy Silverado with uh, fifteen hundred with only sixty thousand miles on. I got it in a deal for seventeen hundred with only sixteen thousand miles for five years. With payment plan only being three hundred and fifty-eight dollars a month. Whew, that's actually pretty good for that truck. And we are now talking in twenty twenty. I've had that truck since twenty seventeen, and the truck still only has eighty nine thousand ish miles on it. That's that's not bad in the past what three years that you've had that truck. I put another 30 on it. Yeah, that's that's not bad even with the miles that you put on to go visit um, Dancer and everything um, as well. Yep. I was going to say, heck, yeah. But then, uh, but I guess also on the grinding gears uh, thing is, well, the girls gave advice, you know, gave advice on, you know, guys let's talk about guys to versus girls like i know one of the first things i'll start with is i don't care if you're dealing with a softy guy you know like you know the ones that are really emotional will cry in the middle of a chick flick with the girl or the guys that can watch horror films and laugh when the other person screams what I'm getting at is that guys, we just have a different mentality than the women. Because we've always been taught from the time we're boys, one of our biggest issues, we're taught you do not cry. Yeah, I, I'll agree on that. Even still to this day, there's and there's times and everything I still have to fall into that, um, that stereotype uh, with things. But... The one other thing that I can continue on with that for any of the guys that are listening, it's not a bad thing to show the emotion and stuff there because in seriousness, the communication factor with your lady friend or, or whoever you're with, if you don't show I'll that, say, it, uh, it I'll say. being like you don't give two craps about that person and also as I say just because we do try to keep everything neutral is it it doesn't even have to be a lady friend it could be a guy on guy Mm -hmm. friend but yeah normally the you know the more masculine the more you know male of the relationship you do got to understand the air person does have feelings and they are more sensitive and you do need to listen and try to observe that fact. Yeah, because even though – and I'll, I'll apologize straight up that if it seemed 
seemed like I was going a little more on a stereotype. But it is very true, no matter what. No, I was just saying <laughs> in general. Just in general. general. It, it, it's across the board. It's yeah. across the board. Because honestly, it doesn't matter if you're a guy, girl, whatever. Um, if Because what was it the – I think Treasure Heart um, said during one of the other podcasts, of course, we're very LGTB – I'm so sorry if I completely butchered the heck out of that. By the way, anybody that isn't it, we're L, we're L, we're LGBTQ plus, yeah, friendly on the unfortunate four. Uh, we don't care if you're gay. We don't care if you're lesbian. We don't care if you're bi. We don't care if you're transitioning. Whether you've done it, you're in the process. You're thinking about it. We don't care if you're just a supporter, you're a non-supporter. We don't care your opinion. You can even just totally hate the idea about gays, okay? Well, that's fine. That's your personal opinion. That's Amen. how you want to live. Hey, but guess what? The unfortunate four, hey, we're all unfortunately – when we first started this, we all were unfortunately just two couples that loved each other. And we were in four different states. Well, guess what? We dealt with that distance. We dealt with those differences. And we made, well, we have two great couples that y'all get to talk to 24-7. If I want to, uh, Treasure actually made uh, things on Facebook. I'll try to uh, mention it in the next podcast. Oh, yeah. It's a contact right. unfortunate for. Uh, Y'all can email us. Uh, or... that. Yeah. But there's ways you can talk to us. Care your race, your religion, your sexuality. If you want to talk to us, heck, if y'all have something y'all want to talk about, just tell us. We'll talk about the subject. Yeah. With seriously, us... that I actually agree on that there. Yep. And with us, we're just actually, here to hey, talk. Tyler, real, uh, yeah. Hey, Tyler, real quick. Uh, I'm sorry if it seems like I'm interrupting you a little yeah. bit here. Go ahead, shoot. But I think your microphone's giving you a little bit of fits over there on your end, man. Uh, I only heard half of that. The connection's bad. Oh, wow. Okay. So, but, but no, I, if anybody is having issues hearing us on this here, yeah, you're kind of um, you're kind of out bad on my end. If anybody's can piece it together, if anybody's able to piece it together and stuff, the way I've always looked at it myself is I don't care who you are, what your color your skin is, whether you're male, female, transitioning, you're gay, bi, queer, whatever you want to put out there, you are a person. I will treat you with respect all day every day and if you treat me with respect back we're golden of course everybody's got their own way of doing things and we just gotta take some things with a grain of salt but we're all human doesn't matter what the heck we look like or what we believe we are or what the heck we believe in yeah that's uh that's like a prime example is actually so most people know that I am going through a divorce with my first wife, just like how Dancer's going through a divorce with her first husband. But now we're together, and it's a whole lot better situation. But uh, like with that, that's like uh, my first father-in-law. He actually has a boyfriend. He's also an atheist. I actually called and I actually called and talked to him when my when I only had my daughter. My son wasn't even thought of yet, and I told him, "What? Hey, well, I got one grandchild of yours, uh, and I'm not sure if I ever have any more. But would you mind giving me this respect? Just give me the respect enough to raise my child in a conservative, right wing." Christian home until they're about 10, 13, you know, when they can start to process stuff for themselves. At that point, 
I would gladly explain to them what homosexuality is, why Grandpa has a boyfriend, but while they're still a young kid and they're still moldable and they are still very, very just, you know, looking at what they see, please let me and their mom raise them how we feel comfortable. And he said, I'm fine with that. Okay, I understand. I'm not going to push anything on them. Whatever you want me to call my boyfriend in front of them, I will do. And that's, you know, like, that is true family, true adult conversation going, okay, hey, you're, you know, hey, you're with a man, you are a man. Hey, let me raise my kids how I want to raise them at a young age. Once they can get old enough to think for themselves, we'll cross that bridge then. He went, I have no problem with that. As long as I get to see my grandkids as they grow. You know, in honesty, I'll, I actually love that. That is actually... That's how it should be. That That's, that's awesome. That, yeah, I'm, I'm actually very happy that conversation went like that because usually a lot of times nowadays that can get thrown so far sideways on depending on who it is. It's not even funny um, with some of it. That's how it should yeah. go. It should just be let's bygones be guy, bygones. Let the parents raise their kids how they want to raise their kids. But when the kids get old enough to start to think for themselves, okay, let's let them actually think for themselves. I'm not going to hold my kids back and go, hey, your grandpa's wrong. You know, I'm a, I'll tell people, I'm a very hard-believing Christian. I'm not going to tell my kids that they have to believe like I do. They don't. If they want to believe that grandpa's homosexuality is right, and they want to support him in that, go right ahead. But you were raised in a home, you know, the Bible says that's wrong, but life and the world says it isn't. At that point, it's their opinion. Do you believe the world? Do you believe me? But you're old enough to think on your own. Make your own decision. Yeah, and I'll agree there on that one there. There was the one topic here. That was actually a topic... Uh, me and Treasure Heart um, got into one night because we're thinking it, um, later down the road, family, house, you know, whole nine yards. Once I'm done with college, and if and whenever she decides to go to college, or um, if and if she does and she's done with it, and we came to that same conclusion of, or at least I feel that we did. I would have to recheck with her because both of us have been very busy. But I feel the same way you were is sure you were raised in this religious environment um in the household but once you're old enough to think what you want to think i'll gladly respect your opinion as long as you still respect mine that's the biggest thing that i've always looked at no matter what is the respect it even goes back to even the relationship thing there you respect me i respect you Yep, and uh, that's another thing. That's another slight thing that grinds my gears. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, and I guess we can kind of tell. Well, when it comes to grind our uh, grind our gears, is it's kind of all over the place. Yeah, I, I know a lot of. I bet you everybody that's probably listening to the two of us talk right now, they're going, "How many squirrel moments are these two dumbasses having right now?" <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it's literally about as bad as a dog from uh, up all of a sudden. It's like, oh, love me, squirrel. <laughs> also, I was going to say, uh, let's go into one last segment before we end this. Because we've been all Yeah. But uh, it's actually, let's, well, two segments. One is going to be like something that, so actually I'll ask you. Two different ones. One is a mechanic one, and one is a relationship one. Which one would you rather talk about first? Ooh. Well. I'm talking about a mechanic in a shop. Like, just how a customer should act kind of thing. 
I think we start well I feel we started out with the relationship uh well we started out with basically the girl the girls podcast stuff there and how they were giving advice when it comes to that why don't we do the mechanic one get that out of the way uh real quick and then we'll go to the relationship thing uh, real quick or so like a mechanic one is uh, the one I think on the mechanic is you know who I'm talking about, those helicopter mechanic, uh, helicopter mechanic customers. Those people that will actually sit there and go, the people that will actually get, sit there and go, well, I changed the oil filter, I changed the air filter, I did this, and also, by the way, can you, do you mind checking this, the people that, the customers that think they know automotive when they don't, but yet they're going to try to stay there the whole time in the bay and watch you and critique everything you do. Yeah, I've always, I've, I've never liked it when customers have done that to me. I love I respect it. them. I was say, I love but, a, I yeah. love a shop. My favorite thing. I love a shop that says, "Customers stay in the waiting area." Do not come into the bay, or we will just put your vehicle back together the way it was and send you on your way. Leave our mechanics <laughs> alone. Or even better yet, the old shop I used to work at, we had chains we would put up in front of the uh, bay doors when we had their vehicles in. As long as that chain was up, the customer had to stay behind it. Now, Grant, customers have said, oh, the hell with your damn chain. I'm going to go watch it. It's like, well, unless I call you over to show you something personally, stay behind the dadgum chain. Let me I work. I want your car to go teeter-totter and fall. And yes, I agree tenfold. Let me do my job. Let me work. Because my motto has always been, you do it right the first time. If you keep bugging me, it ain't going to get undone right the first time. Yep. Probably hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> that. Yep. And then the thing we got a wiener. <laughs> and then the other thing is with relationships. I mean, like somebody's gonna get us. Well, especially men talking to women. It's like uh, we might not be as romantic as you want us to be, because half the time I mean, we think just saying. Hey babe, let me go change your oil for you and jacking the car up and you know change the oil for them, or going, hey babe, I'm gonna go to the range. Do you want to come with me? And then hand them a 45 that's gonna knock them on their ass. That half, yeah. you know, we find that romantic. Most men find taking them to the range, working on their cars, having them just stand there watching us, going, do you see what I'm doing? We take that romantic. We're not that lovey-dovey. Mechanics, you know, veterans and mechanics, we're not that lovey-dovey. We're going to we're gonna take you to do something hard, and then after that, we're going to take you to the fast, you know, we're going to take you to the closest fast food chain. We're going to have a quick burger <laughs> with you, and we think that's a date. I mean, I'll agree on that. I've done that a lot. How many times? that next time we do our podcast and it's all of us together again but and now granted there are times we do try we do try but we will try to be loving dovey we'll try to be lovey dovey we'll try the wine and dine but we rather just be either shooting guns or turning wrenches and you just they're either with us turning wrenches or you there just watching us. I mean, yeah, it's either that or it's we go try to be lovey dovey and we go, eh, okay, that fell right. We just fell flat on our face with that idea. But even for me, um, and here's a surprising thing for anybody listening, um, as well Treasure Heart actually really does like going with me to car meets she really loves doing that stuff and she'll take her uh, fancy camera i think it's a, a canon uh, it is 
60 60D camera. I know it's a real expensive camera. It is. Should it's take- a Canon 60D. And you just, I'm a photography nerd, and I'm going to tell you, Black, you just gained a lot of brownie points. Don't lose them. Yeah, it, trust me, it's hard for me to keep those darn brownie points on some days, I swear. <laughs> that's another thing there, too. For any guy that's listening, if you got brownie points, take them and run. Don't try to get more. Don't be greedy. <laughs> and don't lose them. Mm-hmm. You'll, you, will, but, uh, you will lose yeah. brownie points quicker than you can gain them. Exactly. But as I was saying, Treasure likes to go with me to car meets and stuff. She'll take her camera, take pictures, so on, so on. Heck, even me and her will take our own personal cars, which both of them are Subarus, and we'll go out to certain places and get photos. But it's stuff like that, surprisingly, me and her find romantic. I know not everybody finds that romantic, but if you find that one thing that you like – it's like Tyler said. We like turning wrenches, shooting the guns, doing whatever. Okay, walk on the beach, sure. But if it's something that it's a little more exciting, or um, I guess I can put it. <laughs> or I even say this one. It's kind of like uh, mm-hmm. with you, uh, like with you and me when it comes to dancer and treasure. So you know. You and uh, Treasure and Dance, they both love online shopping. They both love Wish. They love Geek. They love Amazon. And the thing is, is like, you know, you do actually, you know, don't just go, yeah, babe. Yeah, that was good, babe. Don't actually just do that. When they actually pay attention to it. Yeah, actually pay attention when they're going, especially when they're clothes shopping. When they're clothes shopping and they're going, what do you think about this dress? Or what do you think about these leggings? What do you think about this shirt? Actually pay attention. Actually look at it and go, hmm, yeah, I could definitely, you know, like, because I'll even tell everybody, Dancer's still in the same room with me. She's wearing a pair of leggings that she hasn't worn yet. And she wants me to pay attention to. And I'm just looking at them going, yep, I can definitely see they Definitely hug your rear end, and I love the view. Y'all need to actually <laughs> tell your you need to tell your women that, like even when they're shopping for clothes, when they're shopping for clothes, if they're trying them on or they're just looking at them online, hey, give them that compliment, even if it's online shopping. Just going, I cannot, yeah, order that because I cannot wait to see you wear that. You. You know, and actually, hey, Tyler, quick squirrel moment question. Speaking of you bringing up the leggings and stuff there for Dancer. Uh-huh. If she actually, if she just heard you say that, what was her look? Was trying to not because <laughs> I'm laughing or try to get a big smile on her face and come and tell me something. While I'm just going, because the leggings you're wearing, you bought them. You want me to see how they look. And well, baby, they fucking awesome on you ideas go south (laughs) (laughs) i mean okay now the kind of because i can kind of figure that was her look there to a degree or had a oh excuse me i had a rough idea that was the look but okay so even this i'll even say this straight up here too there's been times i'll go around looking at something on wish and me and treasure We'll go back and forth on some outfit stuff that she's found every now and again. And, well, got to love it when the old interwebs decide to listen to your searches. Like, here, you've been looking at this recently. Hey, and so I got to put a joke in, I gotta put I a joke in there. Talking about – and then, you know, like Facebook, you know, the interweb, the websites that pay attention to what you say, and then they show you, they show you ads. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, well, we've seen you've been looking at big black strap on. So, how about this 15 inch? <laughs> how about this? How about oh, this 15 inch, four and a half inch girth strap on? 
<laughs> but you know, Facebook does that kind of. You know, oh, Facebook does Lord. that kind of crap. Oh, I know. It's insane. Yeah, I'll literally be scrolling through my Facebook on Face, something. Facebook. Just complete, I'm just checking in, doing whatever. Yeah. Facebook, the only social media that and, will show you stuff to ask that you've only thought about. You thought about it, never spoke it, but yet Facebook will show you an ad for it. Yeah, or let alone Facebook ads that actually read your gutter-minded thoughts and show you what those thoughts were. <laughs> it's like, oh, I was just talking about the – oh, shit. <laughs> you mean like the P-Hub pay $35, you get a uh, year-long subscription premium? Yeah, or the the OnlyFans routine that you fi- uh, you you're scrolling through when you're seeing a friend's post that they shared, and it's like, oh, only join for this amount. It's like, oh god, here we go. <laughs> it anyhow, you'd be surprised. It, complete squirrel on top of squirrel on top of squirrel, and this kind of <laughs> how a guy's mind works. Guys' minds work as ladies take note. We've only been talking for an hour, and we've talked about what? About eight different subjects? Felt like more, but yeah, about eight, maybe ten different subjects of things. Going between car stuff and just the random, dumb, gutter-minded crap every now and again. We have (laughs) <laughs> we think car talk, we think gun talk, we think just general talk. But yeah, a guy's mind, within one hour, we probably have thought about 20 different things. Our mind is constantly racing from one I'm sure you and I, you and I both agree with. Something we come back to every three minutes is we'll randomly be working on something we're focused on work, and then we'll randomly think, how is my sniff guy doing? I'm too busy to call them. I'm too, I'm way too busy to call them, but I hope they know I'm thinking about them. Yeah, exactly. And like, that's our, you're in the middle of something and go, oh, wait, I should do but this. But that's our, <laughs> that's our little sweet moment to them is, hey, treasure, hey, dancer. Yeah. We do not stop thinking about you. Just we get so busy we can't call you. Yeah, and honestly, anybody that's listening, uh, they're with it. Take a special note there to that because I've had so many people in my life say, "Oh, they don't pay attention to me." This, that, it's they never think about me. <laughs> Bull crap. We always we do, think about you. We just we no think about what, you. We just are too busy to talk to you. Life's life. It happens. I mean, I'll take it from me, honestly. Last six weeks of my life for college, I've dealt with three online classes because of everything that happened. And you want to talk about a uh, Hail Mary storm and a half, I'm surprised my head was still screwed on straight. Uh, now I'm now down to two classes as of today to continue on for online and it's going to make things a little bit easier because my roommate just had these classes and he can help me out um, with any questions I have but we always still keep our significant other in mind uh, which actually I might um, see how treasures I'm doing tonight before she gets up in the morning in the next couple hours yep. to go to her That shift. sounds good. But, uh, hey, anyway, brother, hey, we're running up on our one-hour mark for the podcast. So, uh, would you like... Oh, crud. <laughs> yeah, crap. I, yeah, you weren't kidding. We did already burn through the hour. Yep. <laughs> hey, but anyway, hey, uh, well, Black, let's go and sign off for the night, and I'll let you kick it off. Sounds good there, brother. But, all right, everybody. We ran out of time, as you heard me say. Oh, crap. That was already an hour? Dang it. But catch us next time uh, for the next installment of The Unfortunate Four. 
next time it's going to be all of us together. Now, I'm actually curious to see what our lady friends are going to say about this once they hear it. But I'm Black Fox Subi. Y'all keep the rubber burn and keep it on the ground. Y'all have a great night, and we'll catch you on the flip side. And this is Tiger 6 saying stay awesome, keep it wonderful. You are all important. You're all wonderful in your own right. And y'all, stay awesome, and we'll catch you on the next podcast. Y'all have a great night.